Sometimes life is messy. Have you ever wished you could refocus your mind, home, relationships, and work life? Join us as we use research-based information to make practical changes and simplify life. This is Life Simplified. Welcome to Life Simplified. Whether you are joining us for the first time or you have been been on this journey with us since we launched in January, we are glad you're here. This week's episode, we will be talking about maintaining a healthy lifestyle. A common myth is that only way to get in shape is to eat well and work out. In reality, creating a healthy lifestyle isn't just about these two things. It's also about keeping a positive attitude, good mental health, and a healthy view of yourself. Even though there's a lot of information out there about how to live a healthy lifestyle, here are some important things that we need to remember. Number one, drinking water. Most of us don't drink enough water every day, but water is a must for our bodies to work and get rid of waste and move nutrients and oxygen around. The USA National Academy of Science Engineering Medical determined that that a daily fluid intake is about 15.5 cups of fluid a day for men, about 11.5 cups of fluid a day for women. Okay, ladies. Welcome back with us, and I just want to ask you and get your take on this. What tips do you have for us to get all of our water in in a day? Do you get your water in a day? My question is, does coffee count? <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. That's a question that I get all the time. Yep. Anytime yes. we're doing a health class, it's, does coffee count? It's made do, from water. With the, If you put a flavoring packet, does that count? Okay, so my research showed what I was studying this, that some of it does. But we need water in general because it serves in so many different capacities. But if you're technically thinking about it, yes, liquid in itself. So, And when you said 11.5 for women, that's what mine jumped to. But... I was thinking, oh, I've been teaching eight, but it was fluid. And we get fluid from the foods that we eat, when we eat fruits, when we eat vegetables, and when we eat, when we drink those things that are not necessarily just water, so our coffee. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, it's talking about far as, you know, the fluid ounces and everything, you know, and I'm like you, I've always taught eight cups of water for everybody, but it's changed, you know, throughout Mm -hmm. the years and more research has been done to show that, you know, it's not necessarily just eight cups for everybody. It's all different. So do y'all have any tips on how you get your water in? I carry water with me. I carry a cup and it, you know, I try to refill it throughout the day. If, If I was being really, I have a giant jug that I could carry, but I don't, I don't do that. I just refill my little one throughout the day. So I'm not great at this and I probably am not getting the recommended amount, although I'm trying, but I think, yeah, access, having it with you definitely encourages it because if it's with me, I'm more likely to grab it. I have it right, right here beside me, I have some water, so I'm more likely to drink it as as we're podcasting. Um, but for me, sometimes I get super bored with plain water. Um, 
And so I have started drinking, not all the time, but adding to it to just have something, the flavored seltzer water, but the sugar-free, like there's no, nothing added. Basically, I, the way I explain it to my kids is it's like fruit took a bath in my water <laughs> and then I drink it, which is weird, but I, that's kind of how it feels. Like there's like a hint of some flavor there and some bubbles to give me, you know, a little different flavor and taste. But that encourages me to drink more. And I try and like alternate those in and out to get a little bit of both. But it definitely like helps me to hydrate. But yeah, coffee. <laughs> Let's count that because I think that that's getting me on my way first. Yeah, thing. No, that's what I was like, hey, if coffee take. counts, I'm good. Yeah, no, I do the same. I try the carbonated waters mm-hmm. um, just every like maybe a couple of day. Just try to mix it up some. Yeah, because I, I would say it's been like two and a half years ago. I decided to cut out sodas. I, I had to like that was my thing, um, and I realized that it wasn't good for me. It was it was not. I didn't feel good, um, and so I cut back on that. Um, but I really like bubbles. Like I just like the the carbonation for some reason. I, I crave that. I didn't need the caffeine and the sugar and all that, and so that's been a good swap for me. So if you haven't tried that, maybe that will help you get a little more water in. You know, there's so many different things out there now that, you know, that they're bringing to us to try, you know, that may be healthier and may not be healthier. But when you are trying to reach your goal far as for your fluid or water, make sure you check out that food label because sometimes there's things in there you don't think that there is. Just like Tiffany said, sugar-free, you know, there's not any calories or, you know, caffeine. Just make sure that they're not in there because they may be in there. And I will say, I think key too is I not only sugar free, but I don't like the the artificial sugar yes. flavoring like that. I re- I would rather just go on with legit sugar than to have um, aspartame and some other things like that. So I also be be mindful, like look at the label because there are some of those things that you think are just sparkling water, but they do have aspartame and some other things in it. But there are ones like like I said, it's like fruit took a bath in there and there's carbonation and that's it. There's nothing added. And, and for me, that was important because I feel like I wanted it to be as natural as possible. Another thing that another step that we can look at is getting enough sleep. Does not getting enough sleep make you overeat? Studies have shown that not getting enough sleep makes people more likely to overeat and choose unhealthy foods. Studies has also linked not getting enough sleep to weight gain and a higher risk of becoming obese. The recommendation amount of sleep depends on age. As an adult, it is recommended that we have seven or more hours of sleep a night. So I'm going to go back to you ladies. How many of you all get seven hours of sleep in a day? I would say I typically get like right at seven. I'm probably I know I'm not getting eight. And there are probably some nights that I don't get seven. But I think I'm I'm averaging right at that seven hour minimum. But I will say I do know that I feel better when I get seven hours or more. So I can tell a difference. I know that that's important and valuable. But I think nighttime's when I do that mental load stuff that we've <laughs> talked about. So sleep has always been pretty important to me so I, I I don't get eight anymore but that has been because I get up earlier so that I can have my time to myself to do my morning routine so I do get seven right at seven now if it's a particularly stressful time then I'm probably not getting seven hours of sleep but on a general average day I do so for me, it depends on the day or the month. Um, I'm <laughs> or the baby. Say, oh, yeah, that's the exactly night <laughs> The night, yeah. I, I would say that I average about seven, but 
it just depends the past few weeks no maybe five (laughs) but yeah it just kind of depends um so for the listeners if you remember i do have an official one-year-old and so um it as you all know if you have small children or been around small children they go through phases and regressions and so i try but we're getting there Maybe one day I'll be able to. It's coming. Yes. (laughs) It all depends on, you know, the time, the day. I mean, just life in general. I do not get seven hours of sleep um, just because I can't turn my brain off. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and so it's hard to get enough sleep. But when I do get it, I feel better. I can clearly think clearer, you know, just have a better outlook on things. But then there's times I have more or less sleep than five hours. And I'm ready to go. It makes no rhyme or reason, but study shows that if you do get seven or more hours of sleep, it does help you become, you know, more healthier and your brain is thinking clearer in that. Personally, I used to get up in the middle of the night and get me a snack, you know, and so that also causes obesity because I'm I'm up in the middle of the night thinking I need to eat. So, you know, when we're resting well, we're not thinking about, trying to get what kind of food we're going to eat and or throughout the day. So another thing is exercise. If you move your body every day for 30 minutes, you will lower your risk of disease, make your bones stronger and even live a longer life. You know, having that exercise, even if you can't get 30 minutes in, you know, at a time, you know, do 10 minutes, do 15 minutes, you know, cut it throughout the day, you know, but at least try to get that 30 minute, you know, whatever exercise, it may be just walking, it may, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to the gym or be on treadmill, you know, just being up and being active is always better for our clearing our minds and also our bodies. Even just standing up throughout the day, if you sit often throughout the day, just every 30 minutes to an hour, just stand. And then you can sit back down. One of the things that I've tried to do recently, the weather's starting to get warmer. So on my lunch break, I try to go outside and walk around the building a couple of times, even for five minutes. And because I hit that afternoon slump after lunch, I don't know if anybody else does, but I don't know. My belly's full and I'm raring to go in the mornings, but afternoons, I kind of drag. So, but if I do get outside and move for just a few minutes it feels like my brain is a little clearer and i'm ready to focus for the rest of the afternoon eating more fruits and vegetables vitamins and minerals are important for your health and all fruits and vegetables have them people say to stay healthy we should eat two servings of fruits and two and a half servings of vegetables each day if you go to myplate.gov you can determine how many calories you need in a day and how much of the food groups you need of them as well so that's where I got my information as far as about how many fruits and how many vegetables you need in a day. Do you think that you hit that go? No. <laughs> I think I, I try, and we've done good about getting more vegetables in our meal, which is, I think, funny because usually that's the more difficult. But there, I make sure we get more vegetables and just finding the right way to prepare them so the kids aren't so, you know, I don't want to do that. <laughs> um But I've told y'all before, as far as fruits, like I'm bad about not getting enough fruits, but my kids are great because they like the grab and go fruits. And so we always have apples and um, little 
oranges and bananas on hand. Like I can't keep them. Like I went to the grocery store yesterday and I got like two bunches of bananas, three bags of apples and a bag of oranges. And I promise you like two days from now, I'll be like, we're out. I got to go again. So um, that's good. They're getting it. But I'm bad about the fruits. So I don't know. I think I'm lazy. I'm the opposite. I can do the fruit. I, I have a hard time getting the vegetables in and then convincing my child to try the fruits. So, you know, I love fruit and I'm like, here, this apple, it's so tasty and negative on that one. Um, so vegetables, I need to start. And we've talked in previous episodes that I would like to incorporate more vegetables into our, at least our evening meal. I think for... Us, it's fruit. We don't do a lot of fruit. More vegetables. And I think it's because I've been more intentional, kind of like you, about Mm -hmm. adding more vegetables in. And I know, I feel like even, I try to do better with my son. Like, in the morning, it's a fruit. And then, you know, I try to do both at lunch and then more veggies at dinner. But I don't do that for me. So, I'm like, (laughs) maybe I need to just take note of that. But, yes, I think the adding more fruits in is probably something I need to do for sure. I think it's funny too, because you and I both said kind of similar things in that our kids are getting it and we're making sure they have it, but we're not taking care of us. And I mean, oh my goodness, over and over again, we see how we're taking care of other people and ourselves. So like, why would I not eat fruits? I I obviously have it at my house. I just bought a whole store load full. So yeah, that's, that's funny. We don't have awareness of that until we talk about it. (laughs) I need the fruit, which I, I do eat fruit but I need it to be easy so Mm -hmm. grapes I love grapes but the thought of having to take them (laughs) off the vine and wash them just to have a little snack so I found and I share this tip everywhere I go but if I if when I buy the grapes if I will go ahead and wash them take them off and put them in a bowl and keep them in the fridge that's what I will grab for a snack because it's not that much work yeah, that's why I say I'm lazy. Like, I just, like, oh, do I have to do this? And I mean, how much work is an apple? Rinse it off, wipe it off, eat it. It's it's not, I know it's not that intensive, but it feels like one more step. And I guess I just, I just need to do it. Just, just do it. My husband, as I've mentioned before, he's, uh, he works out of town. So a lot of times, he, instead of him picking something up convenient for him, I have been pilling tangerines for him Mm -hmm. and putting them in a Ziploc bag for him to take with him and or same thing with grapes instead of him peeling it for himself I've tried to make it convenient for him because he's not always where he can peel things he can just grab and go so not the same concept with my children but with my husband and one of my kids like are you going to do that for me and I said well I guess you know (laughs) but you can do it yourself but just being more intentional, I'm the same way. I probably get more vegetables than I do fruits. And some weeks I may get more fruits than vegetables, but they all play a very important role in our lifestyle of our health. And we need to make sure that we try to at least get some type of serving of them each day. Cutting down on processed foods. Processed foods are simply not good for you. Most nutrients value is lost of making other processed food and adding preservatives are bad for our health. These foods contain high amounts of salt, which leads to high blood pressure and heart disease. In general, the more ingredients on the label, the more processed it is. What is y'all's favorite processed food? Or do you have one? I like potato chips. It's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) thing. I mean, we can have a... 
a delicious meal that has lots of sides and then I want I also want to bring out the potato chips as the <laughs> as the extra side. My husband has made fun of me for it. My bestie has made fun of me for it. I mean, we can be having a steak with a baked potato and some asparagus and a whole lot of deliciousness and I'm just like, "Well, let's add a potato chip to that." <laughs> That's funny. I I I like potato chips on occasion. I don't, I don't. I'm not a big snacker. If anyone knows me, like I want a meal and I want legitimate meals three times a day, and then I'm done. Like I don't. I don't snack a lot. The processed foods is something like I've really personally been trying to work on. Um, I've done a lot of changing to my eating habits because I noticed I just didn't feel good. Like I just didn't feel great and I feel like my gut feels better my joints feel better like just overall I feel like a better person now that doesn't mean we don't have processed foods I mean like I'm a busy mom and a lunchable is gonna go to school every now and then and I know that's super processed and I don't feel super proud but hey let's we're gonna be honest here and I'm gonna be honest my kids will eat a lunchable and I will eat chips and I will do the things and I think it's a it's not a um all or nothing which y'all know like I have a hard time with that I'm I like used to like to really be all or nothing but I'm trying to not do that new new tiffany's trying to uh, realize that there's middle ground and it's usually the healthier place to hang out so there is some processed foods in my life but i do notice for me personally the 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 less of that i i eat the better i feel i don't know i don't guess i really have i am a snacker but i don't i don't do potato chips or anything like that so i'm more go for I'm not calling you out I'm just trying to think of like a processed food that if it's at the house we have it so a lot of times I won't mm-hmm. just intentionally purchase that I tend to I guess they are it is processed but I'll buy like the little snack packs that have the cheese mm-hmm. and the nuts and stuff like that so I tend to go towards like the protein things, like, pack yeah the protein pack type things um, or the veggie straws some sometimes I'll do those so I do do some processed stuff There's all different types of processed foods out there, regardless of what it is, you know, sometimes cutting back on them is the things we need to do. Avoiding negative within yourself and others. Staying positive will help you have a healthier lifestyle. You don't need to be or hear anything negative. Stop thinking about all the bad things, but focus on the good. People who are unhappy tend to eat more. So if you stay positive, you won't need to eat to feel better. I personally am a stress eater. So, you know, me cutting out when I'm stressed, the food, then that will help me feel better about myself because then I beat myself up because I've eaten all of these different types of foods. When I am stressed or just not feeling well, I tend to go towards the food, you know, and I know that that's one of my things whenever I'm stressed. So cutting back on not going to get the t- potato chips or going to get a soft drink at a convenience store or a candy bar. Just cutting back on them things make us feel better about ourselves. Avoid trigger foods. You can't stop eating those foods after just one bite. Everyone has different trigger foods, but most of the time they are candy bars, chocolate, cookies, and anything with a lot of refined sugars, salt, fats, or flours. Do any of you all have trigger foods? Maybe that's why I can't stop eating the potato chips with all the meals. Good possibility. They're your trigger food. They're my trigger food. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think they're also one that, like, if you are eating it out of the bag um, or, like, a full container, it's not of, like, serving. And you can get distracted and not notice. Like, so I don't eat popcorn 
often, but I find that when I do, I eat more than what I really want because it's a social activity and I'm either watching something or I'm talking to someone. And so I just keep eating it. And so I think that's probably why like chips are easy to just keep going. Yeah. Grab them and go. Mm -hmm. Convenient foods, you know, having convenient foods around is not always the best for us because we can grab it and go or we're at a weak moment when we go to the grocery store thinking we need it at that time, depending on our mental state. If we go I, hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever you're hungry, you know. So when, don't number one, don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry. <laughs> and don't go to the grocery store when you're having a bad day because you're going to pick up that whole bag of chocolate and think that you need all of it. And guess what? Most of the time you take one thing out of it and you eat it and then you don't want it. Personally, that's me. You know, I think that I need it at the time and I may eat a couple of things out of it and then I'm done with it and it sits there. So, and then the rest of our family wants to come in and have it too when they don't need it either. So making them healthy choices for yourself will also help with your family as well. It kind of sounds like a trigger food might also be a comfort food. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. I think, and I don't think, I don't think my husband would be upset with me sharing this, but his trigger food is sugar, just sugar in general, like any kind of sweet dessert. Um, And so he knows this about himself. He's aware that that's it. So we try to keep a minimal amount of those things in the house. But I mean, it's something he knows, like if, if there are brownies, he's not going to eat a brownie, you know, like, it's like, let me have a whole row of the brownies. Um, And so we, we joke with each other about about that. But yeah, I mean, I think everybody's it's different. Like it sounds like for Ashley, it's more salty, crunchy. Mm -hmm. For him, it's more sweet, sugary. I can see chips and salsa being one of my trigger foods. It is hard to stop eating those. I agree. It is. Yeah. Whether I'm out to eat at a restaurant and we get it or if I have it. I try not to do it a lot at the house, but if it's there and you're like, oh, it's a little snack or an addition to Mm -hmm. and you just keep eating it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I I can identify with that. Okay, there you go. There there is 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 my snacky thing, <laughs> chips and salsa, and it's also chips. So. That's right. See, it it is. I'm not the only it chip is. person. Corn chips. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same thing. No, I'm just kidding. Remember, okay. they are fried. <laughs> Either way, not great. Okay. Moderation, folks. Moderation. That's exactly Absolutely. Right. Not saying you can't have them. That's right. But every once in a while, it's okay. We're not about eliminating whole groups of things. No. <laughs> or trying to add them into that food group. Them fruits and vegetables we was just talking about, right? The salsa. Right. That salsa. Get my tomatoes, <laughs> peppers, right. onions. Preparing your meal ahead of time. When you prepare meals yourself, you can control exactly what goes into them. This makes it easier for you to make the healthier choices for your body while saving money in the process. You know, a lot of times people think, oh, I'm going to menu plan, which is fantastic. But then we do one week of it and then you stop. You know, you got to be consistent with it. Making your menus out, you know, one week at a time, a couple of days at a time, you know, whatever is best for you. But preparing the meals yourself at home will also cut out as far as all the processed foods. You know what nutrients is going into your body when you prepare it at home. You know, and sometimes just if you cannot cook it on a, sa- a Sunday and then have them cook, have them ready for you all week long, that's okay. Go in and plan out what you're going to have for that week. So when you get home, you know, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to have tacos tonight. You've already got your meat. You've already got your whatever you're going to add to it together. So it 
you don't have to think about this is what am I going to have for supper? Because a lot of times after you've been you've worked all day or kids been in school all day, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, what are we having? Well, if you plan ahead of time, then you've already got that established for your family and you're not going to be stressed of what I'm going to eat and what am I going to prepare? Yes, I think so. That's been huge. Like I've told y'all that I do a, a food delivery box and I, I pick ahead of time what meals I want to cook, but then I'm cooking it at home. And I love that I know what we're going to have. It's not a debate. It's not a discussion. Like I pick out things that I think everyone will enjoy, but we all, I also try to do something different and add a little variety. And it's nice. Like now the kids know like, okay, what are we having tonight? And they know it's not debatable like I'm not asking for options but I'm going to tell you what you're having and I love knowing what I'm feeding my kids because we ate out a lot like a lot a lot um to the point where like I the thought of going out for dinner I was like oh I just I don't want to go to a restaurant um it was too much and we realized as a family like this is not good on our wallet it's not healthy for us like we've got to do something different um and so for me, that barrier of how busy I was, but the box helps me because I don't have to do the grocery shopping and I don't have to really do the meal planning. I pick it, I put it in my calendar. This is what we're doing. And it, and it helps me in that aspect. But I, I love knowing what we're eating and I feel a lot better about it. Um, and for us, we've actually saved money because eating out is so expensive. So it's it's been a money saver. And I know that I'm feeding my family something healthier. So yeah, preparing meals at home is not something I ever thought that I'd be like, do that, because that was not not me. But I really like that. And I, I say, if you haven't done it, give it a shot. And if it hasn't worked in the past, try a different way. And that's just what we had to do. We just had to try something different and what worked for us. Being flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got the ingredients, you can shift it however mm-hmm. you need to. It's just a suggestion ideal to give you, okay, this is what I'm going to do, but this this meal is going to be better or easier, you know, because things come up, they change. So just being flexible with it. But I also, when you make that menu and you're making your grocery list, save them, you know, because you can go back for the next week or a couple of skip a couple of weeks and go back to that menu that you've done. Why create the wheel when you don't have to when you've already done the work to start with? Moving forward, low calories and low fat alternatives. There are so many low fat or fat free options there that are easy to find at the grocery store. Try slowly replacing your high fat pantry staples with low fat versions. Also, our last tip is, is having healthier snacks on hand. We've talked about this a little bit ago, far as about with our fruits and vegetables and, you know, trying to choose what is the healthier option for our families. And we talked about our trigger foods, you know, of things that we when we're triggered, we want to cook because of the comfort. Eating small meals throughout the day is a good for your metabolism, but eating the right thing is what matters most. Looking for fruit salads or freshly squeezed juices that aren't from a concentrate when you want a snack during the day. Those are nutritional and won't give you a sugar crash. I think we've all in our lifetime, and we've talked about it, we've tried this, it failed. We've done this, and it was a success. Maintaining a healthy lifestyle is several different things in it. It's just not one thing that we focus on. It's a lot. We just went over several different areas of that, and it all works together if we really sit down and think about it. 
So I want to leave you, let you think about far as what has been successful in your life that you've changed. There have been lots of changes um, health-wise that I've tried to make over the last little bit. And I mean, I've mentioned those. I don't want to harp on them. But I think the difference is really, truly like being ready and trying something out of the box, not feeling like you have to do it the way that everyone else is doing it. Um, You can try a way that works for your family. And that's okay. It doesn't have to look like everyone else. And knowing if it doesn't work this way, just try something else. Um, Try, you know, over and over again until you you get it because it's going to look different for every. Every family is different. Every family has different time, different access to resources, different culture and traditions. And and so you want to take all of those things into consideration and really do what works best for you. And so letting go of, of sodas has been a positive change I've done personally and tried to incorporate with my family. Cooking more and and the meal box is what works for us. It may not work for others. Um, but just trying those kind of out-of-the-box things to see what will fit for my family has been positive for us. So I would say, you know, like, nothing's too silly. Like, give it a go, and it, you may be surprised. It's okay if you fail, too. You know, yeah. It's A-okay, because everything in our life, it's a trial by error thing. And I don't want anybody to feel, well, I've tried this and I failed and I don't want to try it again. Sometimes you have to try things several different times, but maybe different ways to get a positive attitude. As I said while ago, don't be ugly to yourself. Don't be negative. Sometimes we beat ourselves up when we think that we've done something wrong and we don't need to beat ourselves up. You know, we need to remain positive about everything. I know sometimes it's hard to do that, but your overall health and your mental health will help with that if you stay positive about things. And I've always heard, try, try, try. And if you fail, you keep on trying again, you know, and that's okay. Well, I think trying to incorporate more water and more fluid is one thing that I continuously try. It's not one that I'm super successful at every day. There will be some days that will go by and I'll think, did I, is that still full from this morning or did I refill that? And then there's some days that I'm drinking lots of water. So that's kind of a success and a failure. I don't do it great every day, but it is something that I'm still working towards. So I think mine is I've been trying to look at food differently Mm-hmm. And so I've always in the past been like, okay, well, I have to eat all the things. I have to eat the vegetables and I have to eat the lean meats and and not do the fried and or the processed and things like that. And just for me to just be like, you know what? I had fried fish last night. I didn't work out and that's okay. So I've just understanding that it's okay if I do eat and alternate. And we've talked about the moderation and things like that, but just understanding that you know what, it's fine. And I will be fine. And I can eat better the next day. And not just labeling as like, Oh, no, you know, I didn't work out. And I ate all this food. And now I'm going to gain all this weight and going down that spiral of thinking that. Yeah, and giving ourselves permission to enjoy eating and to enjoy food being a social event and knowing like it's it's again that moderation like nothing i think feels more defeating than feeling like you have to eliminate an entire item or an entire category out of what you're eating um and and not 
being mad at myself if I give my kid a Lunchable to take for lunch today because we've been busy and I'm tired and it's fine. It's okay. You know, like not everything is the end of the world. It's okay. We're doing our best here. But if I have fried fish, hey, was it good? Did you enjoy it? Cool. Maybe not eat at every meal, but I think every (laughs) once in a while is perfectly fine. (laughs) Just giving ourselves passes. And Mm -hmm. we are not perfect. We will never be perfect. If as long as we try to do the best that we're doing, that's all that anybody asks of us. And we need to remember that mentally ourselves, that it's okay to not be perfect. If you're thinking of making changes, it can be hard and take time to move from thinking about changing to do something about it. If you want to change your habits, it might help to think of the pros and the cons of each one of these. Your habit is a process and changes don't always become new habits right away. You might run into problems along the way, but by starting to change little habits that are better for your health, These positive changes will help avoid serious health problems like obesity, diabetes down the road. You might also be able to control your weight and have more energy if you start new habits like eating well and working out regularly. Thank you for joining us today. This is Life Simplified. Thanks for listening to Life Simplified. We are family and consumer sciences agents with the University of Kentucky Cooperative Extension Service. Contact us at lifesimplifiedpodcast at gmail.com.